Groove Café. It is time for the Groove Cafe. And as always, I have different people joining me to talk about, you know, their journeys and what it is that they do. Today on the Groove Cafe, I have Lisa Murunji Masolo, an associate in the technology, media and telecommunications law team at Ortis Advocates. Hello. How are you? Hi, Crystal. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. It's nice to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. It's great to be here. An advocate. Mm, <laughs> law. Is that where your passion lies? Um, yes, it's a combination of law and business, but definitely law is a very big passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this specific field, technology, media and telecommunications. Mm. Yes, I love it because, That's- you know, it's something that is, you know, modern. It's something that's always evolving. It's something that has so many different like nitty gritties, you know, there's like robotics, there's data protection, there's cybersecurity, there's just everything within it. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things we keep saying is, you know, there's so much that we are learning now. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to data protection and data privacy. Yes. And just even understanding the different laws, especially here in Uganda. Yeah. So what are the some of the things that, you know, you feel that we should know? Some basics that Ugandans, those of us who are just roaming around confused, (laughs) should should be aware of. Well, you know, in the current age that we're in, you know, data is everything. Mm -hmm. I think data is one of the most valuable things that someone can have. You see all these companies that are trying to harvest your data. Mm -hmm. You know, you will find their situations when you're just like talking on your phone and then randomly you'll have adverts about like the best mango smoothie and you're like, what? Thank you. (laughs) I feel like data is something that is very very important and something that has to be protected. So the good thing is in Uganda in 2019, there were some laws enacted. So, of course previously in the constitution privacy was something that was very important, but now they have specifically enacted data protection acts and regulations in order to specifically target um, the ways in which people's data can be used the way it can Mm -hmm. be processed the way it can be stored the way it can be disseminated the consent that's required so all of that information I think it's extremely important for um, the everyday man to understand because you'll be on social media you'll be on Twitter you'll be on Instagram Facebook and you'll just press like accept okay yes Yes, yes. and you won't really understand like all the data that you're giving them Mm -hmm. what is happening with exactly all Mm -hmm. that access so I think that it's a very good step that um, the country has done and of course since it's quite new there's more that has to be seen Mm -hmm. um, as time goes by to effectively you know like panel beat these laws but yeah I think it's a very good step that the country has gone through okay okay so can I ask how long have you been with Orchis Advocates I've been with them for a year and a bit Okay. Yes. So recently graduated then? Yes. I just finished school. I just moved back from London and I moved when I moved back to Uganda is when I got a job with them. Okay. Yes. Now you said law and business yes. are your passions, right? Yes. So tell me about the business side. Do you run your own business or um, yes, I do. We have family businesses. We have a number of them. And so ever since I was six or seven years old, I've been working in the family business. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been working with them. So business is something that has, it, it, it runs in my blood. It's in my blood. And I think it's actually benefited my legal career because mm-hmm. not only do I know the technical legal aspects, I also have 
um, the ability to look at to have that business acumen and look at how does a client want their business to be run you know because mm-hmm. at the end of the day law is a business you know mm-hmm. and the yes. commercial aspects are extremely important if you don't understand your clients needs effectively then it's they don't want legal jargon mm-hmm. you know they yes. want to know how is it going to affect me how is it going to benefit me mm-hmm. so i think that that's you know the the edge that I bring. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. You've been working since you were six or seven years old. Yeah. You're making the rest of us look bad. Like, it's, what? I mean, if Indians can do it, you know how Indians have the uh-huh. little babies, then, you know, why Are not? Are you trying to say that's what your family's like? They're like, okay, you come into the business. All of us. All wow. of us. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Okay, so do you see yourself, like, starting your own business? Because you are involved in some of the family businesses. Uh, do you see yourself also starting your own? Um, Eventually, definitely. I would love to I mean already that's I feel like you know when it's a family business you feel like it's your own business Mm -hmm, as well mm -hmm. of course Mm -hmm. but yeah definitely in the future that's something I'm looking towards all right but now we're going to uh, look at your legal practice and what you're doing there Mm -hmm. so um, you're talking about like data protection privacy things that people should be aware of um, Mm -hmm. especially when you accept cookies and and on social media because you you mentioned for example Facebook Instagram yeah um, but then we also have all these apps especially even the ones that are tailor made here in Uganda yeah for for different services available here movement available here what should we also be aware of if we look at, you know, for example, all these apps? Because you also are required to enter a lot of your information. Yes. I think that uh, my answer will be twofold. On the one hand, as a, there's what you should look out for as the company that's having it mm-hmm. and then as an individual. Mm-hmm. So as a company, it's very important to have... Um, someone who is like a compliance officer someone who will be able to look into into the internal mechanisms of your company and how it's running people's data mm. because let's just imagine like you're coming to like a restaurant or a salon especially now in covid times you know people go you put your name you put your address you put your telephone number mm-hmm. so that already is your personal data and so as a person who's going there you're the data subject so within the act that's how it's um, stated okay and so it's important for that data subject to have the ability to know that um, the person controlling processing dealing with your data is compliant and your data is safe with them okay so for example if I now uh, go to them and I'm like please can you delete my information there has to be somebody that has the capability to do so right okay or if I feel like that's important yes. it's very important or um, they should have like constant like um, compliance checks internally in the event that there's been a data breach mm-hmm. because then I have to know that my data has been uh, disseminated illegally without my knowledge you know mm-hmm. and also in the event with let's say like social media um, I'll go into it a bit later but imagine if like you your nudes leak you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. you also have that right to be forgotten and currently Google is doing that you can send in a request for your images on the Google image search to be deleted mm-hmm. so things like that you have to be able as a company in order to comply with this data protection and privacy implement such things Mm -hmm. then as an individual it's really important for you to also know your rights Mm -hmm. and to know the people who you're giving this information to how are they using it and 
um, how, how would we access that information? I mean, it's important to, number one, you can get legal advice. <laughs> number two, also just familiarize yourself with it. Like, don't just click accept. Like, look at the terms of use. <laughs> yes, you know? but most people are like, ah. Yeah, it's, now especially, it's like three pages long. They're like, I know. Ah, accept. <laughs> but like now, especially like if you're an artist, like if you're posting your music mm-hmm. or your videos, stuff like that, yes. I think it's really important because you want to know um, how is the platform I'm posting my stuff on going to use my my intellectual property. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of us, a lot of the people, you're like, you're just like, you know, what, let me just do this and then hope let me for just the put best. Put it out there, and someone will notice me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So those are all the different things that we also have to take kind of accountability to like both as individuals and as companies to mm-hmm. to put into check the ways that we're giving our data and how it's being used. Okay. Yeah. I mean there's a long way to go. People a lot of people do not understand what is required of them. Yeah. And also the potential of what losing your your data, your information can mean to you. Yeah. Um so what would you say are some of the consequences of if, of if our information is, you know, is leaked? Yes. Um, definitely, like, for example, with addresses, like, you may have a stalker <laughs> around who, like, you mm-hmm. know, and also there are other factors, like, I feel like, you know, data is very personal and a lot of big corporations profit a lot from the data. Like, mm-hmm. you can see even with, like, the Cambridge Analytica scandal that happened in America, mm-hmm. or you'll find situations, personally, like, I have on my phone sometimes get info like um updates from big companies who are like oh sorry your data was compromised and it was used by a third party Mm -hmm. and you know so companies profit from this data and it tailors your ads it 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 affects the way that you purchase things it 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 just definitely changes the way it takes away some of your choices yes it Mm -hmm. takes away your choices and it's something that is very invasive Mm -hmm. so it's extremely important to know how to protect it and how to preserve it because that's your own personal life that you have not consented to that's why in the beginning I said the consent aspect is extremely important right yeah I mean we're living in a world where especially with COVID and the pandemic um, nearly every company was rushing to get online and everyone was saying you know we all have to go digital as a country um, are we really uh, taking the right steps especially since this is the field that you're in right now and there's a lot of gray areas. Yeah. What are some of the, the first steps for a company, for example, to make sure that they are doing things right on the right path? And yeah. Um, I think, like I said, since the law is relatively new, I think that we are taking, you know, a good step as a country. Mm-hmm. I think companies definitely should place uh, guidelines and policies for protection of personal data. And this should be publicly available. Um, yes, it could be, or it could be internal, so long as they have a check mechanism within, mm-hmm. you know, themselves. Okay. But the guidelines, definitely, like if it's like online, there should be a data protection policy mm-hmm. where the customer feels, you know, comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then they should get com- uh, explicit consent from the individuals whose data they're taking. So whether it is... Um, like a checklist or like a literally a form you know letting them know or if it's online they press like accept Mm -hmm. without it being an automatic accept you know sometimes you'll go on a website and automatically it's like an accept yes yeah yeah no they should explicitly do that 
they should facilitate the compliance, have the data protection officers, especially with like employers and employees, that relationship, that data is also extremely sensitive because mm-hmm. then you go into children, you go into residents, you go into pay, you go, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They should um, have yeah, internal risk assessments in case there's a data breach and they should go into like when is it necessary to like collect personal information it has to be necessary you mm-hmm. can't just randomly like want my info yes, yes so like yes. now I feel like the only way most people are accepting to give their info is because like companies are like oh for COVID issues you know we need to know where you are <laughs> yes the and tracking just, of, yeah exactly That's I mean the, there was a suggestion at some point of yeah. giving a border border riders our information yeah exactly we were like what you're like what exactly because you're like hmm, what if you want to come and rob me later but then when they say it's because of covid you feel like a bit okay that's unnecessary mm-hmm. so yeah things like that factors like that i think um are what companies should try to implement in order to to help them um achieve this protection and privacy okay when you mentioned like you know some musicians or some you know some people just putting their content out there hoping that something you know will click someone will bite you know something good will happen um we recently had uh i think it was apas who was talking about you know his music being available on different sites and a number of musicians coming out to say that you know their music is being downloaded by all these different for example websites or different areas it's being hosted and they wanted it to be taken down and that mm-hmm. started a very interesting discussion yeah here uh and you know some people are saying but you know not every ugandan can afford to buy the music and so what's your what's your take on that i know that uh taps into copyright as well yes. but mm. yeah my take on it is at the end of the day it's i feel like everyone who creates their work they want to monetize from it mm-hmm. it's their right it's like i feel like people wouldn't be saying the same thing if people were stealing medical services Okay. Or see, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, sometimes you'll get like a DM on Twitter and someone wants legal advice and you're like, but it's a paid thing. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's the same thing with music. And definitely, there are platforms like Spotify, Apple, Tidal, and a couple of others that will benefit the artists because they've really put in their time and work into doing this you know Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's not a charity concert that they're doing (laughs) true so I feel like um, there is a lot of credibility in, in that argument that like you know take it down and my advice to people would be number one copyright your your work your works Mm -hmm. um, copyright your works and then read the terms of use of whatever site you're posting it on carefully especially since this is something you want to benefit from mm-hmm. and the obvious catch 22 is if you don't agree with it you can't post it and you don't get that visibility but mm-hmm. you have to now be like what do you prefer and then in terms of removing the stuff um, like the works it's possible to yeah to write to the site and you ask for it to be removed and if they refuse to remove it it's also possible to get a court order for them to remove it mm-hmm. yeah so I just feel like um, I can definitely like sympathize if someone is unable to afford 
to go on these sites. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, this is someone's profession. This is what someone has put in their time and effort and creative energy into. Mm-hmm. So it's really important for them to also be able to get something at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. I like what you said. It's not charity. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not charity. Okay. So, um, yeah, as you said, you know, you can take a, a number of steps. You can write to the company, but then you can even uh, take legal action. Yes. I think a lot of people, and I don't know if you see this, I mean, as a lawyer, but I mean, mm. a lot of people are afraid of legal action. They're afraid of the court process. Um, and they need reassurance uh, in many ways. They're like, ha, ah, but it might take so long. How does it work exactly? So what would be the starting point if someone felt, okay, you know, um, my information is out there, my material, my, my mm. content is out there, and, you know, I'd like to take the steps necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The starting point would be, I would suggest contact Otis Advocates. (laughs) (laughs) Come to us and um, it doesn't always even have to end in court, you know. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. it can just end in mediation or you'll find that just, you know, there's a weight that comes with having a letter or uh, communication through a lawyer, Mm -hmm. you know. The the attempt at legal action will oftentimes, you know, resolve the issue quicker. Mm -hmm. And so it ends up just being like, you know, a simple calm conversation with the other party and worst case scenario get to litigation you know we're not mm-hmm. a very litigious firm we try and have alternative dispute resolution methods mm-hmm. and so and not even just that because even before you get to that we um, at the firm we try to start off with preemptive measures so mm-hmm. registering your copyright helping you to comply with the issues you know it's 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 better than waiting for worst case scenario mm-hmm. you know it's better to help you to to give you advice on the possible remedies help you to comply help you to learn to like help to file the claims for you or file any documentation register for you so really like anyone who's afraid of like going to court or something it's definitely like worst case scenario yeah, last it's, resort it's, really. prof- it's definitely the last resort it's not something that's likely to happen <laughs> okay um, so you mentioned that we should get in touch with Ortis Advocates how would we yes. do that? yes so you can find us on um, our website ortisafrica.com also we're on LinkedIn we're on Twitter and when you go on our website you'll get our contact numbers and our social media media platforms and uh, yeah from there you can always reach out to us and we'll share our company profile with you and you can always come to have a meeting with us and we'd be happy to help because this is a field that we're particularly interested in and Mm -hmm. we're I think and I'm pretty sure that we're one of the leading firms regarding this because we're a team Mm -hmm. of young lawyers and this is a field that requires young minds and Mm -hmm. requires an interest and knowledge and technology social media data and yeah, we're very involved in the international sphere, so we definitely have good knowledge regarding this aspect. Okay, okay. And Lisa, how do we get in touch with you? Because there might be people who have like, ah, I have so many questions for this lady. <laughs> so just to get in touch with you. With me, you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Lisa Murunji Masolo on LinkedIn, and you can always connect with me and send me a message there and ask me any questions that you have. <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Thank you for having me. Ah, pleasure. <laughs> Absolute pleasure. Groove Cafe. RX Radio. The Groove.